that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ said. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Glory to God. Glory be to God on high. thou dost promise. Make us love that which thou dost command. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. First reading is from Leviticus. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not render an unjust judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great. With justice you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not profit by the blood of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall reprove your neighbor, or you will incur guilt yourself. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. The word of the Lord. Let's say together Psalm 1. Happy are they who have not walked in the counsel of the wicked, nor lingered in the way of sinners, nor sat in the seats of the scornful. Their delight is in the law of the Lord, and they they are like trees planted by streams of water, 
bearing fruit in due season with leaves that do not wither. Everything they do shall prosper. It is not so with the wicked. They are like chaff which the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked shall not stand upright when judgment comes, nor the sinner in the counsel of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is doomed. Second reading is from Thessalonians. You yourselves know, brothers and sisters, that our coming to you was not in vain, but though we had already suffered and been shamefully mistreated at Philippi, as you know, we had courage in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in spite of great opposition. For our appeal does not spring from deceit or impure motives or trickery, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the message of the gospel, even so we speak, not to please mortals, but to please God who tests our hearts. As you know, and as God is our witness, we never came with words of flattery or with a pretext for greed, nor did we seek praise from mortals, whether from you or from others, though we might have made demands as apostles of Christ." But we were gentle among you, like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. So deeply do we care for you that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great, the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them this question. What do you think of the Messiah? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. He said to them, how is it then that David, by the Spirit, calls him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David thus calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one was able to give him an answer, nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ.
May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Ten-year-old Chase Hansen and his father John began to connect and bond with those who were homeless in the simplest of ways. It all started when Chase was four years old and he encountered a homeless man for the first time and wanted to do something for him. Chase began making smoothies and passing them out to the homeless people on the street. That grew into conversations and meals and the establishment of Project Empathy. Today, they feed the homeless, help them with getting a home or a job or when they need medical care. His young words of wisdom are, when you see a homeless person, begin with a smile. Then you can introduce yourself, begin to talk, and then you are able to invite them to a meal. He suggests that everyone all around the country try this once. Just try it once, he said. Then do it again if you want. Perhaps suggesting, yet believing, you will try it again because of the impact of that encounter, not only on that homeless person, but on you, the one who provides. The other person who is your neighbor. Bishop Stephen Charleston, in his book, Climbing Stars to Sunlight, wrote this meditation. I will love you all the days of my life. I will love you in every season of my life. I will love you at the height of my joy and the depths of my sorrow, in the midst of the throng and when we are alone in the silence of the night, while we coast through easy days of laughter and face the struggles that changes souls. I will love you without reservation or condition, in agreement and argument, for the first time and forever. This is how I will love you, as you love me and have taught me to love. Oh, my God, my God, and my maker. After many mornings of reading this meditation over the years, it continues to strengthen me, giving me wisdom, experience, hope that God is always present with me every single day of my life in all the events of my life, because I am loved by my Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. 
since this is how God has loved me. How can I not love God in the same way? How can I not love myself and my neighbor? In Matthew's Gospel today, Jesus is challenged by the Pharisees to name the greatest commandment in the law. Perhaps to the surprise of his opponents, Jesus does not respond with one of the Ten Commandments as we know them. His answer comes from the words the Lord gave to Moses when he summoned the people, giving them the commands and the decrees they were to live in the land the Lord was giving them after their release from captivity in Egypt and on their journey to the land of promise. Love the Lord your God with your entire being, your heart, your soul, and your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you follow these two commandments and you cannot follow one without the other, you will follow the rest. If you live these two commandments, you will live the rest. Love is at the core of God's laws, of God's commands, of God's word. Love is at the core of God's creation. All that lives and moves and has its being. In the Synoptic Gospels, we first hear love spoken by the Father in heaven at the baptism of Jesus. As the Spirit descends upon Jesus, the voice from heaven declares, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Again, at the transfiguration of Jesus, the same words will startle Peter, James, and John. And yet their fear will be replaced by the awe of the presence of God in their Messiah. Biblical love is not passive. It is an active response of the faithful people to the love of their God. It is an active, conscious choice. It is a lifelong effort made each and every day. Love is the foundation, the inner strength of good works, of kindness, of giving without receiving, of a smile, a smoothie, an open invitation, of forgiveness, a gentle word, a hand up, welcoming without expectations. A similar story is told of Karl Barth. He was a 20th century theologian. 
He was speaking at the Rockefeller Chapel on the campus of the University of Chicago on April 23rd, 1962. He is asked if he could summarize his theology, his theology, excuse me, in one single sentence. His response, in the words of a song, I learned at my mother's knees. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. A theologian speaking the simplest words about love that encompasses his theology that he has taught and lived. I leave you with these words from Gandhi. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Do it with love, the love of God in your heart, your soul, your mind, and do it with the innocence of a child. Amen. We believe in one God, Father, and Maker of Earth, who always is seen mercy. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternal God of the Father, God of God, light of light, page 328. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church in the world. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church, especially with the spirit of truth unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. 
Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, especially Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Jeff, our bishop, Mary, our priest, Jessica and Bob, our wardens, Connie, Deanna, Robin, Sharon, our vestry, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. For those in the armed forces, and especially those deployed, Mikey Reina Maynez, in our parish cycle of prayer, Glenn Johnson, Sharon Johnson. For those celebrating birthdays, Jameson Bell, Nancy Toretta, and to all thy people give thy heavenly grace, and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence, that they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness, holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation, they may honor thee with their substance and be fruitful stewards of thy bounty. And we humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor Ioanni, Ervis, and Anastasia, Deanna, George, Jane, Harry, Patricia, Sue, Connie, Wayne, Sharon, Sini, Elaine, Mary, Jerry, David, Jimmy, Bob, Jill, and all those who in this transitory life and in our trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, and any other adversity. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, especially Catherine Losey, beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service, and to grant us grace so to follow the good examples of St. John the Divine and all thy saints, that with them may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and make your humble confession to Almighty God devoutly kneeling.
Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, be acknowledged and real of our manifold sins and wickedness, which be crowned on time and most gracious and by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent, and our hearts are sorry for these earnestness. Through the members of them whose creatures love us, the burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy on us, have mercy on us, most merciful God. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, Forgive us all in this past, and grant that we may ever gather, serve, and please thee in the of life, to be honored and glorified by thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him. Have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Please stand. <clears throat> the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thank you for joining the St. John the Divine podcast. If you're interested in worshiping with us, you can visit us at 9 a.m. at our church, which is at 216 East Chandler Boulevard in Burlington, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about us, you can click the link in the description or visit stjohnthedivine.org. Just remember, we're the one in Burlington, Wisconsin, not the Cathedral in New York. Have a great day. Bye.